This is Vincent, and you're listening to Liberal Lies, Liars, and True Believers. We all know that liberals lie. They lie all the time. And their friends in the media lie, too. Their uninformed true believers claim that liberals are the smartest people in the room. But facts prove that wherever they have power, there's only failure. Our mission is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. Can anybody stand Mitch McConnell? I don't think anybody likes this wretched man. Isn't he annoying? And I don't like the way he talks. That slow way he says everything just drives me crazy. You don't like it either, do you? How could anybody like Mitch McConnell and the way he talks? And then, when he gave that speech on the Senate floor after the last impeachment hoax, the Democrats were thrilled. He basically accused President Trump of inciting a riot. And do you know why I hate him even more? It's because all of a sudden, this dislikable man might be the most important man in America. That's right, Mitch McConnell might be the most important man in America, because he might be the man who prevents another American civil war. His threats against Democrats who want to eliminate the filibuster rule in the Senate could hold back their plans to eliminate democracy in America and thus prevent states like Texas from leaving the Union. You think that's far-fetched? You think that this is the mother of all conspiracy theories? Mitch McConnell will save America by drawing a line on the Senate floor, a line that, if crossed by the Democrats, will make them wish they had never been elected. That's what he's threatening. Why should we be worried about the filibuster rule? Is the filibuster rule in the United States so important that eliminating it could actually lead to war? And why are Democrats so hell-bent on getting rid of it? Ending the filibuster was a terrible idea when Donald Trump suggested it, and it's a terrible idea now. It was Mitch McConnell who talked President Trump out of trying to eliminate it. And it's Mitch McConnell who is trying to stop the Democrats from doing it now. A lot of Republicans are in an uncomfortable position. Many of them hate Mitch McConnell. They don't like the way he went against President Trump when he said that the election had not been stolen. They don't like the way he controls things. They don't like the fact that he's an establishment politician, someone who's sometimes part of the problem in Washington. They think that he acts like one of the elites. They don't like the way he talks, and they don't like the fact that he isn't very inspiring. He doesn't get people excited. He hardly ever even raises his voice. He puts people to sleep. But they have to admit that he does some pretty good things, too. They do like the way that he was able to get three Supreme Court justices approved for Donald Trump. He did such a good job that Democrats are trying to talk about packing the Supreme Court. And they'll probably try to do it before too long. Joe Biden has put together some phony panel to study the idea. But it's a done deal because the panel knows the outcome that's expected and they'll deliver the right answer, the one the radical left wants. And remember, the reason Mitch McConnell was able to get so many conservative judges approved was because of former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid. Harry Reid was responsible, even though the mainstream media outlets, outlets like USA Today, claim that this is a lie. Harry Reid ended the filibuster rule when it came to approving federal judges. USA admits that he did end the filibuster for appointing those judges, 
but they say that he didn't end it for Supreme Court justices. So, what did they think would happen? Democrats opened the door. They changed the rules. They allowed President Obama to appoint a bunch of radical left judges, judges who didn't believe in the United States Constitution, and they didn't think that Mitch McConnell would find a way to appoint conservatives to the Supreme Court, a brilliant move that would stop the radical left from destroying the Constitution. If the radical left controlled the federal courts and the Supreme Court, it would be the end of America as we know it. Their plans to turn America into a socialist state by using the courts to do it were ended for the time being. Democrats hate Mitch McConnell and President Trump for stopping them in their tracks. Harry Reid was outsmarted by Mitch McConnell, and he retired in disgrace because of it. Nobody knows the rules of the Senate better than Mitch McConnell. The phony fact-checkers at USA Today want us to believe that if Harry Reid had the chance to end the filibuster and appoint a Supreme Court justice, that he wouldn't have done it. In order for the radical left to take over the country, it's imperative that publications like USA Today support them, and they are. Harry Reid would have bypassed the filibuster to appoint Obama's choice for the Supreme Court in a New York minute. Everybody knows that. But USA doesn't mention that. They think we're too stupid to figure it out for ourselves. That's how little they care about the truth. Everything is political with publications like USA Today. And most everything they print has a radical left slant. Mitch McConnell turned the tables on Harry Reid and the Democrats. He told them when they ended the filibuster for judicial appointments that they'd regret it. And they most certainly did. Democrats and the media are still in a rage over the appointment of three judges appointed to the Supreme Court by President Trump. They went as far as to try to destroy Brett Kavanaugh to prevent him from being appointed. Destroying his life meant nothing to them. They were distraught because these judges believed in the Constitution. And the Constitution is nothing more than an impediment to Democrats these days. That should tell you something. Democrats would have destroyed all three of these people, ruined their lives simply because they believe in the Constitution. That's why when I hear Democrats or people in the media complaining that Republicans are a threat to democracy, I laugh. We should all laugh. But I probably shouldn't laugh, considering the fact that they've made it very clear that they don't like the Constitution. Without people on the Supreme Court and in the House and Senate who are willing to defend the Constitution, people who like freedom don't stand much of a chance. Because of Harry Reid, President Trump, and Mitch McConnell were able to appoint hundreds of federal judges to the bench, a record number in fact. These appointments will have a profound and positive effect on America for years to come. It's why Joe Biden must pack the court. He can't let people who believe in the Constitution have that much power. He has no choice but to pack the court. And now he says that he'd even support changing the filibuster rule in the Senate. If that happens, it won't be just judges who can be appointed with a simple majority vote. It'll be legislation, too. When he was running for president, he said he didn't support ending the filibuster. But now he does. He wants the filibuster gone. With it gone, he and Kamala and AOC and Bernie Sanders and Nancy and Chuck they can rule with an iron fist. 
There's nothing they can't do. No piece of legislation, no matter how radical, can fail. People in the media are backing the move wholeheartedly. They say that Mitch McConnell and the Republicans are obstructing all of the wonderful things that Joe Biden wants to do. They say that ending the filibuster in the Senate for all legislation is long overdue. That line of thinking defies every rule of logic. It's an attack on our government. It's the end of reason in government. It can only lead to totalitarian socialism or civil war. The House of Representatives and the Senate are very different from each other. The House is supposed to be rowdy, the people's house, a place where legislation is born. Any and all ideas can be debated. Any and all bills can be considered. It's a political place, and civility doesn't count. The Senate is not supposed to be political. It's a deliberative body. It takes 60 votes for legislation to pass, and that's a good thing. Ideas need to be well thought out and have broad support. If a piece of legislation can't get the support of 60 senators, it probably doesn't deserve to be passed. The Founding Fathers' concept of the two houses was brilliant when they conceived the idea. It still is. Anyone who knows anything at all about government knows that the worst thing you can give politicians is power, especially unchecked power. Eliminating the filibuster will do just that. It'll give politicians the one thing that they can never be trusted to have, absolute power, and they will abuse it. They always abuse power. The filibuster forces compromise and cooperation, and we need that now more than ever. Take away the filibuster, and compromise is no longer an obligation. It'll be replaced by the raw exercise of power, exercised by people who can never, not under any circumstance, be trusted to use it properly. Never in our history have we had so many people in Congress who don't believe in the Constitution or the American people. Never in our history have we had so many people in Congress who want to change our system of government. They can't be trusted with that much power, and the filibuster is the only thing that prevents them from making changes to our government that can never be taken back. When I say that ending the filibuster will lead to a real civil war, a war with guns, I mean it. It's possible. I don't see any way to avoid a war. And I think this is what the left wants. They're dumb enough to think they could win a war. There's no way that the American people will ever tolerate the changes Democrats want to make. The changes they want to make will take away our freedom. There are too many Americans who will not stand for that. And states like Texas and Florida and South Dakota will never accept socialism. They'll never be part of the socialist states of America. So where does that leave us? It leaves us with Mitch McConnell. I know there are people who are saying that Senators Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Kirsten Sinema of Arizona won't allow the Democrats to end the filibuster. But I don't think they can stand up to Joe Biden and his radical left friends. I know that Joe Manchin says that he'll never vote for ending the filibuster. But lately, he's been qualifying that statement. I don't trust him. I think he'll cave to the radical left. So whether you like him or not, Mitch McConnell is the only person we can really count on to hold off the assault on our republic from Joe Biden and his radical friends. He's giving Democrats fair warning that he'll shut down the Senate if they get rid of the filibuster. He's warning all of those hypocrites on the left. When Donald Trump was president, 
They said the filibuster must be saved. Now they've changed their tune. One of the biggest hypocrites in the history of the United States Senate is Dick Durbin. Dick Durbin, he's a very smart guy, but he's completely untrustworthy. The other day, he spoke out against the filibuster, forcefully. But in the past, he said that the Senate couldn't survive without it. For him, it's all about politics and power. I think Dick Durbin is an example of everything that's wrong with American politics. I don't know how he even looks at himself in the mirror. And where is Chuck Schumer? He knows what ending the filibuster will do to America. He knows where it could lead. Yet he says he wants to get rid of it. He's a coward. I think Mitch McConnell thought that Chuck Schumer had respect for the rules of the Senate, that he might be an ally in the fight to keep the filibuster. But Chuck Schumer is putting himself ahead of America. He's afraid of AOC. The bird-brained bartender wants to run against him in the primary election. She wants to be a senator, and he's afraid that she'll win. He's afraid that if he protects the American form of government by supporting the filibuster, that she'll beat him. He's putting his own political future ahead of America. He's such a disgrace. That leaves us with Mitch, the man everyone loves to hate, until they need him. You say that if the Democrats get rid of the filibuster, you'll put into place policies that will stop anything from happening. You say that you'll turn the Senate into a hundred-car pileup. In a speech on the Senate floor, you said this. So let me say this very clearly for all 99 of my colleagues. Nobody serving in this chamber can even begin to imagine what a completely scorched earth Senate would look like. He said, none of us have served one minute in a Senate that was completely drained of comedy and consent. This is an institution that requires unanimous consent to turn on the lights before noon or to proceed with garden-variety floor speeches. He went on to say, I want our colleagues to imagine a world where every single task, every one of them, requires a physical quorum. This chaos would not open up an express lane for liberal change. The Senate would be more like a hundred-car pileup with nothing moving. Chuck Schumer says that he isn't worried. He says he can handle Mitch McConnell. That's what Harry Reid thought, remember? And where is he now? So go ahead, hate Mitch McConnell. Hate him all you want. But if he keeps his promise, if he stops the Democrats from destroying America, what then? I, for one, will thank him. I still may not like some of the things he says or the way he says them, but he'll have my respect forever. He'll be my hero. And if you still hold a grudge, and I hope you don't, put up a Mitch McConnell statue in Washington, and you can hope that every pigeon within a hundred miles comes to crap on it. I don't think Mitch McConnell will care. All he seems to care about are the rules of the Senate, the Constitution, and America. I'll take that any day.